Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's the Almost Famous Podcast. Yes, we have officially reached what I'm going to say, Ashley, is the beginning. The beginning of a love story. The beginning of a journey into now reality. It is the end of charity season of The Bachelorette, but the beginning of a beautiful relationship that uh, I would say we were not shocked to see coming. Oh my gosh, it was the greatest it made me feel so much. I loved, I really loved this season. And I was thinking while watching it last night, I was like, I think Charity is my favorite lead. And this is no offense to the other people who are so kind and everything. And we've all met the leads from the past few seasons, but she is my favorite lead to watch as why is yeah, that uh, since Tasha and Claire. Um I I don't know. I just feel like she's like so. I just like her. I think I think bottom line is I just relate with her personality the most. Okay. It just, uh, what her emotions, the way she like communicates, the way she, um, navigates, you know, difficulty. Yeah. Just like, it just hurt. (laughs) And I also, I think I really thought of it when she was interacting with her family. She Mm. talks to her family like a girl talks to her family, just like super raw, unfiltered. She did not care that the camera's there. And I also just related to the fact that she was like, can you just give me an answer? I just want an answer. She was like, I know this isn't like the the adult thing to do, but can you just tell me who to pick? Oh, I love it. Um, Why do you think 
Well, let's start here. Charity season is over. I agree. I think Charity was great to watch. Now, I will say, was Charity uh, see the, was Charity season the most dramatic? No. Is that on her? No. And that's okay. We've been okay. saying that. We don't even want that. We've been that. wanting love yeah. stories. We got one last night, Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. It was thrilling. It was so, so awesome. I, like, got a little tear in my eye. They're the perfect match. And when I was watching them get engaged... I was thinking she was meant to be the bachelorette because these two mm. were destined to be together. Yeah. I know we've said this watching certain proposals before. I felt this if I were to go back to my other favorite, Tasha and Zach. So like I know that moments like yeah. that don't always last, but let's just say that like I, I feel really good about them. And I, I think this could be it. Yeah, I, I feel great about them. I think you know, Dancing with the Stars, as it was announced last night, the a little worried. Beyond, a little worried. That's always a concern because yeah. it's a lot of time away. There's a lot of attention on it. it. If you talk to any couple from Bachelor Nation that has done Dancing with the Stars, it is a difficult process yeah. um, to get through and to keep through it healthy. Now, if you do, though, it's not only a great payday, I think it can build some strength, but it is difficult to do, right? You know, after an engagement. I feel great about them, though. I don't have a lot of worries. Um, I will be shocked if we ever see a headline that they're not together. I think they're going to be one of those Bachelor Nation couples that people talk about and look at with this, like, endearing eye and go, wow, like, this show kind of does work or it does work uh, sometimes. Uh, I, I'm I'm really pumped for the two of them. Let's kind of break down, though, Ashley, this episode a little bit. Obviously, the Aaron B. story was one that you and I were curious about going into. We got to talk to Sean uh, McLaughlin yesterday and kind of got his input. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, please go back and do that. Um, Aaron B. shows back up to the beach. He flies 12 hours to Fiji. Uh, uh, we kind of have a cliffhanger that's like two weeks long where we don't know what Charity's <laughs> going to do with him. Yeah, and she did what we thought, sort of, kind of. She gave him more time. Yeah. She she didn't give him an overnight, but she gave him another date, which was surprising. And I think that it's just like he was third place. And she has said now since that Xavier, if she had known about Xavier's infidelity early on, she would not have brought him that far. So, yeah. you know, I, I would consider Aaron B third place. She likes him. She said there wasn't enough time to get there, which is a nice way of saying it's just not you. There's just stronger feelings for other people. There, see, this is the thing. Uh, she keeps him around for more time than we expected. I don't think Charity has ever doubted who the man at the end was going to be. Like, I, I think we, like, well, I feel like being in that position before, I think you always know. I think there's questions, but I don't think you doubt it. You just, you're trying to convince yourself that maybe it's too good to be true. You're trying to convince yourself that maybe there's something wrong that you're not seeing. I... I will say I don't think she ever doubted. I, I definitely don't think she ever doubted her final two. She definitely didn't doubt her final two, which is why it's weird that she even entertained the Aaron B thing. So, but we'll, that's what we'll I'm just, saying. It's it is what it is. She, it, she it did is it. What it is. She she did her thing. Uh, Aaron B uh, was able to stay a little bit longer than expected, and then we find out that we're going to watch more of Aaron B. A little bit of a surprise to me that we're going to see Aaron B on the beach in paradise. Uh, because he was there for so long, you typically don't see the those leads kind of go right into Paradise on that first season. But I feel like he is a good candidate for Paradise because, yes, he was in third. 
but really fourth and really never stood a chance kind of towards the end of the show for him. But I am excited to see him on the beach. I, I think we're going to see a different side of Airbnb, one that isn't so uh, protective of charity, but more intrigued by, you know, who's there. Yeah, well, he never stood a chance to be The Bachelor. Joey no. was definitely going to be The Bachelor if he didn't Why do you win. say that, though? He's like what every girl wants The Bachelor to be. Yeah. He's just like that very approachable, classic, good-looking bachelor that i feel like people have been waiting for because he is like good inside and out and we know yeah. him you know because the past few bachelor picks clayton and zach sorry for the shout outs but like we didn't feel like we knew them as much yeah we were going into strangers and now we're like oh we're going with somebody who was a runner-up who people really were rooting for i think that there hasn't been like two people i was very much team Dotton. okay like yeah. i was you but were. i think if you were to ask people, like I was just on the phone with my sister, everybody would pretty much have been like, oh, I get her choice either way. People okay. really like these top two. That's that's what I'm saying. Really, really like them, invested in both those stories, and we just haven't had a lead. Who's the, We haven't had a male lead that we've rooted for in such a long time because I think we got to go back to Matt James, who we didn't know at all. Good point. Then we had the random Clayton, and then uh. we had Zach who came in, was it third or fourth for Rachel, which we we had two separate stories that yeah, year. We had so many people to process. We had so through. many people, yeah. And people still didn't love Zach and, and Rachel. So I, you know, also weird pick. People I are going to be really excited for him. And he also has the look that girls are going to be like, oh, he's cute. I want to watch the show, even though I haven't been watching for the past mm. few seasons. Well, I, I think it's a good pick. I mean, I would even throw Ari into that category too, where yeah, it's like Ari hadn't been around for a few years. Yeah. Like, it's not like the current fan base was was involved in his uh, story. He kind of had to reintroduce himself, and so it has been a long time since we've had a lead that we've become familiar with. We've seen their you know heart get broken, mm -hmm. um, but then also step back out into the lead position, which I think is um, I, I do. I feel like after charity season uh, and after watching it this felt like a throwback season and I imagine Joey's will feel the same. I think they can start getting people back because, and I think their plan is this. They're going to air the golden bachelor. Yeah. It's on Thursdays, which is weird, but that's only an hour long show, which can really grab people. They can dedicate an hour. And you know, if you're watching Hulu 40 minutes, mm. so that's at eight o'clock. And I think you're going to get so many fans back to watch that show. And then they're going to stick around for paradise and maybe learn some key players from the past year. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, it rolls over into paradise. Like, Oh yeah. I used to watch paradise a few seasons. Like it's just easy to get into. So I think we're on the right trajectory here. I also just want to give whoever styled um, Joey a huge, a huge Carrie. raw. It had to be Carrie. The hair and whatever was going on because I was watching the finale and like during the tropical scenes, you know, before he got broken up. I'm like, what is this dude doing with his hair? It's so weird. He straightens it at the top and the curls come out on the side. And I was like, he's a cute guy. He's not like totally, not that I'm like, yes, I'm a married woman, but I'm allowed to say it. He's not like totally my type, but like I can understand the appeal. And then he sat on that stage and I was like, that's a damn handsome man. That is a freaking bachelor. That is the Bachelor treatment that I loved seeing back in the day. I felt the same way about Chris Souls. When yeah. I was on Chris Souls, like 
watching Andy's season, knowing that one of those guys is going to be my bachelor, I was like, I don't know that Chris Souls is my type. And then leading up to the filming of my season, you can see them do the little transformation. I don't know what they do to you guys. I know hair is a big component, maybe a little spray tan. I don't know what it is. You can tell me. But like then all of a sudden, Crystal's got really hot. And then when I walked out of that limo, I was like, that's the hottest man I've ever seen. (laughs) So, Ben, what did they do to you? I think it's confidence. (laughs) Okay. Um, You know, I've shared my story. I had a bachelor glow down because... No, you didn't. What do you mean? Well, I got, went look at watch night one. I oh, because like your sickness? And, no, well, I was oh. sick, but no, watch night one. I got my hair cut and the barber shaved it too close on the sides and they yeah. had to spray fake like chalk in my hair. So it wasn't like white wall no. all around my head. Well, it must, that part must have grown back within like two or three weeks. You probably yeah, had that end. Um, but you know, <laughs> it, I think it's confidence. I think it's wardrobe, you know, the tailoring. Uh, yeah that suit was perfect on him i think i I think it is though i think once you are told hey you belong here in any Mm -hmm. situation in life there is like a a glow that comes out of you um and i think the bachelor and bachelorette does that to people is hey we want you to be uh here because we believe that you're gonna be you know a good lead and i think that kind of makes you perk up a bit you know makes you smile a little bit bigger and these these men and women are working out very hard in between shows to get yeah. in the best shape of their life. Uh, really yeah, and that excited. always reflects in your face as well. Yeah, it does. So uh, really excited for Joey's season. I do think it's a great pick. I am excited for this, but we're going to go back here to... Um, to Dottin Joey getting and, dumped. <laughs> well, yeah, Dotton and Charity for a second. Uh, you know, this wasn't a surprise to us or to you especially. I thought there was yeah. going to be a twist. I thought it was too good to be true. I'm glad it was too good and it's going to be true and it is true today. But, you know, let's let's talk for a second about Charity's time with her family. The best. Uh, that was great. I was looking forward to it and it, it, it lived up. It lived up. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending 
$499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When the show, I think, knows who the final choice is going to be, it's really hard for that final choice, which I think is unfair, to um, to get to get the benefit of the doubt from the family because I think there's a lot of ears in the there's a lot of voices in the family's ears. They don't know the producers. They don't know what the producers are trying to accomplish here, and so they'll come in and say. You know, things like, oh, Charity and Joey, that couple is meant to be together. Just wait okay. till you see them walk into the room. You're going to just tell that like they, they are enamored with each other. Stop. So obviously this a question. This is so interesting. Okay. A family was going to ask, what about uh, Dotton? They're going to say, you know, it's really great. There's still a lot of questions, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. You'll just have to see them side He's by intense, side. intense, you know? Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you this. But Joey and Charity, like th that is a special relationship. Really? So the family comes in going, I have no clue who these people are. I'm trusting their voices. And they seem to think that Joey's the best choice for her. And so I'm going to roll with that. And I'm going to, I'm going to go with that. And it, it's so easy to convince a human of something, uh, especially when they have no knowledge of any background into mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's what happened here. Well, I texted was, you last night. You texted me last night and you said, this feels very similar yeah. to the Lauren and Jojo situation. I, and I thought, yes, it was because I know what happened and I know how this played out. And uh, it's unfair, I think, for the lead because then they're going to have to watch this back and be like, oh, great. My future in-laws are pretty critical of me. They don't really like me. I know. And to win them over. And then you feel extra pressure every time you see yeah. them in real life for a while. So the best way I think to do that is just like for the in-laws to step up and call Dodd and be like, hey, here's the deal. Here's what went down. We don't know anything about you. Like if you're, if we're going to, if Charity was basing her, her marriage on a four hour long day that we had together, right. that's a big problem. And so Dodd, we, we're very thankful you're here. We can't wait to get to know you better. We didn't, you know, all that stuff that was said was just a part of the process. They We're actually didn't say us. anything bad. They said everything no. good about Dot, and they just they just overemphasized their love for Joey. Sure. They definitely were showing preferential treatment to him. Sure, they were definitely doing that. And I mean, a part of that too is the show, right? I mean, how? So if you're sitting down in an interview and you're getting two questions about Dotton, uh, what do you think of Dotton? How do you feel about Dotton? You answer both those, but then you're getting thirty questions asked to you about Joey. It's going to feel like you talk about Joey a lot more than you talk about Dotton. Yeah, that's so true. Well, this is what went on for me. I was like, she kept saying in this moment, she's like, tell me who I should pick. Tell me who I should pick. Yeah. And then your his, her mom was like, your gut knows, your gut knows. And she goes, my, my gut doesn't know this time. And then she goes, it knows, it knows. And I think that she got defensive with her family because they were preferring yeah. Joey. And in her true gut... She knew it was Dotton. And I was like, girl, you are like the, your behavior here is 100 percent proof that you're supposed to be the Dotton. Because if your family was saying Dotton, 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 she'd be like, yep, you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think there's a part of this when you meet the families, there's a lot of build up to that. And you haven't seen your family for months. They don't know anything about your story to this point. Mm -hmm. So you're excited for them. And you and if you have a close relationship with your family, you want their input. Their input matters. And really all you want them to do is is like give you that last little nudge to be like, hey, it's okay if you get engaged here. I know this is weird. I know this is awkward. I know this is hard, but it's okay. You should, If you're feeling it, you should go for it. That's yeah. really what the lead needs and wants. Um, but the opinions of, you know, who's still there, they, they just exist because it's part of the show. I don't look too far into it. I think every season we've seen this storyline play out in different ways. We can go back to obviously the season that I was on to Jojo's season, um, to Caitlin's season uh, at some level, even though it kind of got messed up. Like every time the lead, you should know who the, who the last person is going to be based on the family's reactions. Um, because it's usually the opposite. It's usually the opposite. For, for some reason, this time rang a bell to your season more than any I remember yeah. just because I think it was such a great love story between her and Dotton. And I think that they were really trying to throw us off with the family. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it just, I just, it felt like they were trying to purposely throw us off more. And I also think it had to do with two lead two people that were remaining that were really well liked and the audience was pretty torn as to who was going to win. Because well, I feel like you, you, with you, people were super torn who it was going to be. You were pretty, you yourself yeah, were really torn. torn. So yeah. maybe it's not the audience. Maybe it's 
when the lead seems extremely torn, they're going to throw us off with the family opinion. Sure. I also think the show is a little worried this season that it would be very obvious who she was going to end up with from like week two. Yeah. And and Mm -hmm. it still was. It, it like it still was pretty obvious. I don't think either of us doubted um, that like they had something special. So I think the show was protecting themselves by trying to throw in one little like wrench to say, "Hey, um, maybe your assumptions aren't correct. May, like, these are good teasers. They're good for trailers. They're good for emotion. They're good for a show." So this leads us into then the dates, the time that Charity gets to spend with each of her final two uh, on the last week. These are important dates, Ashley. They're meaningful. They're the last moment. And you really hope, I think, as the lead to walk out of these dates uh, more like confident. Like it's it's the fi- It's kind of like the final closure where it's uh, you're spending time with them. And after it's done, you can take a deep breath and say, this process is coming to an end. I'm going to end up breaking up with one of these people who I care about a lot. But now I get to move forward. Like I can, I can start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. At least that was my experience. I also think that this is another moment where they try to throw us off. Okay. And this is actually a moment for me in which I thought that maybe Charity was leading Joey on. I do think that Joey's date came first. But I still think that her gut was secret, unbeknownst to her, telling her, done. And okay. she really made it seem to Joey like she was going to pick him to the point of just saying, like, I love you so many times was maybe a little bit overboard. I don't know. Maybe it was a little bit overboard. I know she's just like speaking her truth, but I wonder what the double standard would have been if this was a guy saying it to two girls at the end. Well, I mean, we, we know what that looks like. <laughs> The amount of times we have to bring this up. Yeah, it's so Sorry. ridiculous. It happens every season now. It was like, I if I was Joey, I would have been convinced after this date that she was picking me. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. One guy is spending... 
$499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But don't you think Joey's reaction to this was different than past seasons? We'll say it that way, where I do feel like this was a validation for Joey to the point where when he was asked to go home, yes, there's tears and there's sadness and there's confusion, there's chaos. But he also has a very, I mean, it it seemed like it from when they sat by each other that he has a very clear understanding of how deep and how much Charity felt for him, which you know, as I've mentioned before, was my goal in yeah. the whole thing. No, not yeah. a right thing, but like oh. I do think he took it as this is really hard for her. Totally. And okay. it seems like he respected that in the end because sure. he was not the guy that was like, you told me this. Like he didn't, I almost think that he didn't even feel let on. He was just so amazing. It was the moment that he was like, I just want you to be happy and your choice, this is like at the altar, and your choice to not pick me is you going on your road to bigger happiness. And I was like, this is the bachelor we need. His response getting dumped at the altar (laughs) was his bachelor moment 
because sure. we've seen so many guys get pissy up there and just leave mm-hmm. and not want to hear what the other person is saying but they were like embracing each other so hard and they kept telling each other that they loved each other and that they were always going to have love and it was like oh this man yeah he deserves this this is this is incredible this is a true man and he really really you know i think i've said this before i don't know how people <laughs> maybe i'm a horrible person I don't know how people can be like, I just want you to be happy when you're being dumped. (laughs) Uh Okay. You know, and he really was that person. And that is a bigger person than me, or I imagine myself would be in that situation. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to assume. Maybe he knew, maybe he had an idea. Maybe he could tell that something was off and that he wasn't going to be that. We didn't see it. Um, maybe he was, you know, standing there and he he was, he's a quick thinker and he's like, okay, like, I like this girl. She's amazing. And I want to say this to her because she shouldn't feel bad about what steps she's taking now for her happiness. If any, and and we're both going to be okay. I don't know. I still applaud his composure. If he was even his like, okay, like I'm going to go yeah. break down after this, but I'm going to save this face for 10 minutes. That's still yeah. like. It was his up. bachelor moment. You're right. Yeah. Everybody has it. Um, well, at least uh, the ones that, you know, end up shining <laughs> on the bachelor have it. Uh, they have their bachelor moment and this was it. And it was one that I think will bring a lot of people to cheer for him, to root for him, to be excited about him being the bachelor. He's, I don't think he's going in with much criticism. I don't think many anybody's out there being like, oh, it should have been so-and-so. There's no that. Yeah, there's no that, which is very uncommon mm-hmm. when we get to this point in the season. So I do feel like he's going to uh, be a great bachelor and to be one that is rooted for by many. Yeah. All right. So then Charity and Dotton's last date, the, the thing to really mention here is oh, he called her a treasure. <laughs> He calls her a treasure. That's all we really need to know. He he shows insecurity for the first time, and I will say it was warranted because she did bring up Joey for the first time in in their like personal time. He's been really good though. I mean, up to this point, he's been really understanding. He's allowed so her confident, the space. It's quiet so confidence. Quiet confidence. Yeah. I mean, you're day away from potentially being with his treasure. So of course there's gonna be insecurity. Like it, that just makes you really set, like happy, doesn't it? To be called a treasure. I know. Nobody says that. It's like, ugh. he does. I know. Oh, Don, he's a Prince Charming. I love him so much. Mm. Okay. So then well, let's get to their, um, their proposal. It's just everything I want a bachelor yeah. proposal to be. I got a little tear. Now the impressive part for me watching this is I, you know, I've been in this situation. There, there is not a script. Like you write this, uh, preparing for it. So impressive. So impressive. But, How do you, you know, obviously this? you like kind of black out. It's a very nerve wracking moment. It's a very vulnerable moment because you start talking and you don't like, especially as a contestant and you don't know like if you're going to be there in the end or not, if you're going to get broken up with after you say all these things that are very sweet and kind as a lead, it's super weird uh, because you're asked not to interrupt, which I think is fair. Like you mm-hmm. can't interrupt or you shouldn't you can't say, interrupt. oh my god thank you i love you yeah or you can't say stop or you can it's just like when's it appropriate to be like hey stop this is over 
Um, but you do prepare these things yourself. And I, I do. Like, I think the both of theirs was very beautiful. They were like wedding vows. Okay, they're usually wedding vows, basically. But sure. these were just different. I'm going to read a couple of these lines. Okay. He talks about how he was like, on, if he was imagining himself as a four-year-old, the kid on the immigration card that he gave her during the last date, he would never imagine where he was today. He just wanted to have love and give love. And he tells Charity that she makes him feel so special, adored, validated, and wanted. And he's certain that he wants to spend the rest of her life, his life with her. And he wouldn't change a single thing about her. Um, I, I think that he said something along the lines of like, a woman of your caliber. That's amazing. Um, he was like, you're just so competent. And like, I can't imagine. It is a dream come true that a woman like you would choose to be with somebody like me. Amazing. And then um, she says she goes back to Oceanside where they shared a moment that changed her life. When she looked in his eyes in that moment, she saw a man that respected her, valued her, adored her, and a man that she could love forever. He's made her feel alive and made her know that she can love again. She wants a future with him and she wants to call him her husband. Oh, it was just incredible. I love this moment. I love seeing them on stage. Because when we see them brought on stage, you know, we're always looking for cues as to maybe this isn't as fairy tale like as it uh, ended yeah, on, tale. you know, on that altar. And it sure. is. They look great. It's very, it's very fairy tale. Uh, congratulations to the two of them. Uh, obviously, then uh, they get uh, the announcement uh, where Dot gets to reveal to Charity that she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. That's a big next step. We talked about that beginning. It's a huge step. It's a lot of time, but I believe, yes, their fairy tale will continue. I don't have a doubt for them personally. Also, as we've talked about, Joey was announced as the next Bachelor, and then Dot and Charity are going on a little trip to Greece. Uh, lucky her. Uh, she is just living her best life right now. She is living yeah. the Bachelorette dream. It is not going to end anytime soon. Ashley, final thoughts on the season as we wind up this breakdown of charity season of The Bachelorette. I think that if you didn't watch this season, which if you didn't watch the season, you're probably not listening to this episode. Sure. But if you didn't, I think they gave us exactly what we were asking for. Sure. And I, I think it was a little bit of a renaissance for the old school seasons. And I, I think it should be watched. And I think this couple should be absolutely adored on well with that congratulations to charity and dot and we are so excited for you and congratulations to joey for being the next bachelor but charity and dot and we hope if you ever hear this or you get a clip of it or if it ever makes a headline um we're excited that uh the two of you are together uh we're excited to celebrate you as a couple here at the almost famous podcast we can't wait to catch up with you soon there was a lot more in this episode, like the fact that Jesse kept teasing that there was somebody in the audience who was going to have their life change and was going to be on the new season and meet the new Bachelor, aka Joey, at the end of the night. And we did get that. She seems like a sweet girl. She's from Hawaii, and that's where Joey currently lives. And um, there, there's apparently another surprise that'll be waiting for us on the first episode of that season because she got an envelope. It's not a date card. But we won't find out what was in the envelope until she gets out of the limo and into the Bachelor Mansion. So we also got the Bachelor in Paradise trailer. It looks really good. There's some stuff that we want to break down. So we're going to do a separate episode for that along with Bachelor headlines this week. Just keep refreshing those podcast feeds. 
It'll be in your library very soon. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. Was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.